in a world between right and wrong, there is only one man. Wait, 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 cut. We're doing a podcast intro, not another movie trailer. Tom, deep voice, good, good. A little more up-tempo, okay? And from the top. <clears throat> Broadcasting from high atop downtown anywhere and heard around the world. From garage to garage, shop to shop, and all across the plains of Texas, we are telling your stories, America's hot rod stories, one hot rod at a time. You're listening to the best hot rod podcast here on the planet. This is Gears, Grease, and Gasoline. So buckle up, my friends, and hold on, because your next episode starts right now. This here is another another episode of Gears, Grease, and Gasoline here on the podcast. Thanks for everybody out there here in Texas and uh, beyond. Another great, awesome issue coming out May 4th, issue number 29. And our buddy uh, Gary, he'll be inside it with his Camaro. So... Without further ado, here is Gary. Gary Phillips, spelling is P-H-I-L-L-I. Right on. You can give us a, a year, make, and model your uh, car. It's a 1971 uh, Chevrolet Camaro. It's a rally sport. Where'd you get it from? It come from Indiana. Uh, it was uh, for sale up there. A guy had it with real low miles. Had a 350 engine in it with a two-barrel. Uh, right on. Well, where do you think all Gary's passion came from? A uh, little town I was from. Really, uh, there wasn't a whole lot to do. He was either you know, a farmer or played with hot rods. I've always played with hot rod. Was uh, Dad a car guy or a truck guy back no, in the day? No, he, uh, my dad, he, I got my ability to work on things from him. He could work on any car. I don't know where he learned it, but there was nothing he couldn't do. Right, right on. Again, uh, give me some uh, specs on your uh, ride. It's got a, we put a, uh, we took a dart, 400 dart block, and uh, it's board and stroke to 434. That's dart heads. It's got a solid uh, roller cam in it. Pushing around 550 on the horsepower, give or take. Uh, we put a four-speed Muncie in it, a 22, and then we've got a four nine-inch rear end under it. Right, right now, what's it make you feel like every time you jump inside and go for a ride? Uh, it's a it's a noise maker. It's a, it shakes the ground. It's got a lot of uh, a lot of gun, plus it's got a little switch to open the headers up. So do you, do you like drag it, race it, or um, just cruise it? Just cruise and play a little. It's just a uh, toy. What do you think uh, you got bit by the bug? Uh, wind? Yeah, like how old were you? I was probably, uh, I was 15 when I got my first big block Monte Carlo. What happened to it? I destroyed it. <laughs> oh, how'd you do that? I uh, drove through a graveyard late at night. Oh, my goodness. Things we do when we're young. Jeez. If I had all the cars that I had destroyed, I'd probably be rich. Well, you know, I was talking with Dad about that, and Dad said, if I had all the cars that I had back in the day, I'd 
I'd be very uh, well off right now. Damn. Dad bought his first car for $15, and he drove it home. Mine was, mine was 300 and I drove it home. Really? What was it? The 73 Monte Carlo. Oh, okay, okay. And I pulled the engine out of it because it was smoking. Pulled the engine out of it, rebuilt it. My dad pitched in and helped me. We put it back together, and it smoked just as bad as it did before. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Jeffrey you ever wrench with a dad in the garage growing up? Uh, yeah, dad helped. Dad would pitch in. He would uh, he would pitch in when he, when he seen me failing. He would pitch in and help. So do you like uh, at least play dad's uh, gopher, like go oh, for this, go doubt. for that? Yeah, I know? was under his tail all the time. I was in his way. Or, hey, don't touch that. Don't do yeah. that. You know. So do you think your your passion has either uh, stayed the same or kind of has it uh, grown? It's grown. I, I used to build a car every year when we had children at home. I have three kids and every Christmas I would sell it, sell the hot rod. My kids would have a great Christmas and in January I'd buy a car and we'd start all over. And I got the fun of building the car and enjoying it and, and, and then selling it. And the last kid moved out. I haven't sold one since. I still so build. So it really isn't a passion or addiction or it's an addiction. A vote? It's an addiction. <laughs> I think, I think half um, most of the fun is uh, building something. And then after it's done, you're like, I want to do it again. So you got to buy another uh, one to exactly. fix up. I've got uh, 16 cars that's finished. Oh, right on. Right. So do you, do you have a man cave or what do you keep? I, have, I mean, there's the problem. Uh, I bought land now, and we, oh, okay. built our, we built our home out there. So next is uh, a building that'll hold all of them because I'm having to store them around town in different places. I have a buddy that he calls his uh, main game his uh, car barn, yeah. and he has like about 25, 30 cars in his uh, car barn. If I can hold 20 and, and build me a little apartment or something on the end of it, so I can, uh, oh yeah, you know, a good. Uh, dog house, as I call it. So, uh, so if you're out there working on, you know, the car late at night, and you don't want to go inside or something, yeah. make sure it gets a flat screen, a refrigerator, and a bathroom. And you're exactly. set. Luckily, my wife likes hot rods. She drives. Oh, right C on. She drives a C8 Corvette. I was so. gonna say, does she share your passion like you? Uh, she she gets what she wants, and I get what I want. <laughs> so. Does she have a hot rod? of her own? Yeah, she's got a Firebird, a 79 Firebird that's uh, really low miles, a 30,000 mile car. Right on. So do you, do you guys go to shows around town or out of town? Or? We go to some now and then. Uh, we don't get a whole lot of time for it. We, you know, we've got a grandkids we're enjoying. Y yes, so sir. When I'm not messing with cars, I've got a grandkid. Yeah. Under my yes, sir. How old are they? Oldest one's uh, 11 years old, and the youngest one's uh, six days. You gonna get them into uh, hot rods? Yeah. <laughs> of course. They'll all have a hot rod. Yeah, I think every time I see a little kid, you know, I think it's my opportunity. I need to pass a torch. Oh, without Because when I'm gone and when, you know, other hot rodders are gone, you know, I want the hot rod, you know, thing to keep living. Right. Well, my, I think my grandkids will know me by my cars. Yeah, yep, yep. 
So did, did you uh, grow up around cars? Uh, no, not really. Until I was a teenager, you know, I, uh, I watched Dad work on his. Uh, Daddy just drove whatever. He was real easy to get along with as far as cars goes. He just, whatever the cheapest was, he bought it and drove it. And I've seen him take three transmissions on the front porch and, and build one out of them. Oh! <laughs> so... Uh, there you go. That's an amazing thing. Is there a... Uh, Somebody out there today in the car world that you really admire on their builds or on their uh, creativity? Yeah, Aaron Shorts. Uh, he's the one that did this, uh, did most of the, this Camaro for me. He's got a... I like that Camaro. That's like an intimidating look to it. It does, it does. He's got a, he's got a, a good idea of what I want when I tell him what I want. He, he knows what I'm looking for. I think for. the guy's in your head or something. Yeah, yeah he's pretty he's, good at it. Do you have any uh, words of uh, wisdom to the young hot rod builders out there today? Yeah, they uh, after it. Know that you can't build it, you know, when you're young, you ain't got money to, to just throw away, you know, so invest wisely in parts. What, what uh, one thing would you change on your ride if you could and why? Really wouldn't change anything on that one. That's the first one I've really got perfect really? in a long time in my mind. So is it, is it done? <laughs> it's done. That one's done. It's, uh, it's actually good. So is there a, another it. one in the pipeline? Another uh, gear build? Yeah, there's a, a 77 two-door Impala big block uh, that we're working on. When do we expect to see that done? About six more weeks. It'll be road ready. Just come from the paint shop. Good. Right on. Well, where'd you uh, grow up at? Are you a Texas native? And if not, where are you from? I am from uh, North Alabama, right there, right outside of Chattanooga, Tennessee. So I've been lived in Tennessee, Georgia, and Alabama. That's a 30-mile radius, though. So, yeah. Know. So what what brought you out to you know Texas? The economy. Uh, I come out here in the early 90s, uh, getting the towing business. We opened. If I can, let me uh, follow up. What do you love about Texas? Two words. I know I stump everybody up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> People say, say the, the beer, the weather, the women, the money, the money. There, I, I haven't that. heard that <laughs> before. I hear, you know, uh, everything. Uh, but the money, all right, awesome. The man's willing to work in Texas, he can make a living. All right, right on. What, what is your all-time favorite car movie and why? Oh, Lord, probably. Uh, Hopefully it's fine. Uh, uh, Return to Macon County, because that was probably my first uh, hot rod movie, I, I guess you would say. That's uh, it, It's stuck in my head. I, I watch every year. Yeah. At least. Yeah, I took you and uh, right before I started the magazine, I had never seen, you know, American Graffiti. Right. And my my buddies are like, hey, wait, you're starting a hot rod magazine, and you never even seen American Graffiti? No, that... That should be a crime. You have to you, watch you, it. You need to see that. You need to see it. So, you know, after I saw it, it became my uh, favorite hot rod movie of all time. Everybody made, you know, a name for themselves out of that one movie. I oh, mean, yeah, they, they, they yeah. did. A bunch of people did. You got Richie from Happy Days. I mean, Harrison Ford. You know, I mean, that, Richard Dreyfuss. Yeah, that 55 he was in, it's still alive, you know. Oh, yeah? Still alive, I saw it. 
watching something on it the other day, reading about it, go around and around. Is it uh, here in Texas? Uh, no, I think it's in I think it's in Arizona, if I remember right. That's where it's at. Because I, I remember I I asked somebody that same thing, and they said, uh, you know, that movie, Gone in 60 Seconds. Yes. And then uh, they said, matter of fact, that one of the cars, Eleanor, the one that was in the scene down in the garage when uh, Cage walked down there to check it out. That car is owned by a guy here in Texas. I want to find that car and shoot it for the magazine and interview the guy about the car. I think it's closer than you think. Yeah? Yeah. I think it's real close, real close. That's up the road. Do you have that car? No, I don't have it, but I know a guy that does, so I can hook you up with it. Oh, my goodness. Do you hear that here on Gears Grease Gasoline? That that just blew my socks off. I've been looking for that car for, you know, a couple of years. The car's worth a lot of money. That, that's what I hear, too. That's a lot of money. And, you know, some people I talk to, they're all, I don't think y'all be able to get to shoot that car. Well, I would hope to, you know, I would love to. Let me see what I can do for some cars for the guy. All right. Record service, so. That, that is awesome. Up, uh, I'll do my best. Right, right on. Uh, was that Monte Carlo the first car in high school? Did you yeah. drive it to high school? Yeah, I did. Was so. it like a chick magnet or? It was, uh, yeah, well, it came before chicks at that point. You know, I mean, car, yeah. the car came first. Uh, chicks didn't really come on until 1718. Hey, there, there you go. So do you, do you uh, clock cars? Yes. And what, what do you think your uh, man came on? You ready? Uh, well, it's uh, $150,000. Somebody's got to come up with it. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I hear that. You can. Uh, there's somebody out there right now um, attempting to do their first build on a car and they kind of came to a roadblock or a block wall and they're thinking about giving giving up walking away if you could and you can you're on the podcast what would you tell them uh, sit back take a break think about it think it you know think about what you're doing uh, get some advice. Go for some advice. You know, these older guys, they'll take, most of them will take the time to talk to you and give you the best advice they can. Uh, you know, they, they normally don't give out bad advice, I hope, anyway. Right, right on. And then, uh, again, tell us something nobody knows about you or the car, either or. And, uh, if, I, if my friends wouldn't make fun of me, I'd drive a Porsche. <laughs> it's, hey. I love them. You can uh, state your name again, phone number one last time. It's Gary Phillips. Then, uh, as far as the interview, we're uh, done. Is there anything else you would like to add, like any uh, shout outs or? You know, thank yous or oh, anything? That's it. Thank you. I'm glad to see you uh, doing what you're doing. You're doing hey, it's awesome, it's. It's a passion, man. It's it, a passion. It is. It's working for you. So just like, stay after it. Just like everything, where uh, everything I'm doing, it just, if I didn't like it, I wouldn't keep on doing it. Did I tell you? Uh, remember Boyd Coddington? Yeah. Back in the day, before before his uh, TV show American Hot Rod, we lived in California. His little shop was in uh, Placentia. We're like maybe 10 minutes away. I went to his uh, shop and his ex-wife, uh, Diane, I think was uh, working the reception desk. 
I guess it was uh, cheaper to keep her, <laughs> you know, something like that. And I walked in with mom, 35 millimeter film camera. And, uh, you know, I wanted to shoot and she started trying to run me out. Well, here comes Boyd out of his office and he stood with his legs spread, arms folded right behind her. And he tapped her on the shoulder and she's like, oh Boyd, I didn't see you. you're there. I got this, no problem. He's like, go with in my office. She's like, no, I got this, Boyd. He's like, no, go with in my office. I didn't ask. And so she left and he's like, what can I help you with? So he gave me a free reign of his entire shop. So I get done, and I go to walk out, and boy comes out, puts his arm around me, taps me in the chest with his index finger. He's like, hey kid, keep shooting. You never know where it might lead. And back in 1994, that's the first time I started shooting professionally. My daughter that's a professional photographer, she uh, was born in 94. Okay. <laughs> that's weird. <laughs> she was born in 94. She shoots uh, concerts. Okay. Funny, I was I was shooting uh, church photography. You know the the uh, bands up there, and then um, you know who uh, Randy Hauser is? Yeah. Uh, country singer. I took and uh, they're having a country fair out there by the lake in California. So I emailed the promoter. And I said, at the time, the, the uh, business was uh, concert works photography. And so I, I thought, you know, it needs to be some concert works in the name to get in there to do it. Right. And so they let me in there and I didn't know, but Randy Hauser was uh, the main act. And they had those little, uh, little partitions so nobody gets up, you know, real close yeah. to the stage. Well, I was beyond that. I was inside that. I could touch his boots. I was so close. I got some awesome pictures. Then we moved out here and I uh, kept on doing, you know, the hot rod thing. It's my passion. That's cool. So, but uh, you will see Gary in issue number 29. If you're not uh, signed out, that's, that's fine. Go to www www.bustedknucklemagazine.com That's www.bustedknucklemagazine.com And we'll see you in issue 29. Hello to everybody out there beyond Texas and here in Texas. This has been another Gears, Grease, and Gasoline podcast episode. We'll see you soon. Love you, Texas. Hey folks, uh, thanks for listening to another great episode. That was our friend and buddy uh, Gary Phillips giving us a little insight and background on his uh, passion. Anyways, I need to say a couple of kudos, uh, thank yous to our advertisers and sponsors 
here on the podcast and over on the uh, magazine or in the magazine. One is uh, Turnkey Print and Embroidery. We have more information, their website, phone number, all that on the uh, intro page right when you come on to uh, Spotify or you come on to Simplecast.com. Uh, then I need to say a big shout out to Matt over at yesterday's uh, 50s uh, Diner. We have more of their info down below their website phone number and all that good old stuff and then uh last but not least i need to say a big big shout out to our buddy uh scott over at image uh, 360 uh graphics and they're out of uh san antonio so we'll take and we'll put them in the description also with their phone number and their uh website and all that so you gotta uh, show them some love and uh, you know help support our uh, sponsors and advertisers here on the podcast and over on the ma- magazine because uh, this helps us to bring you guys awesome, awesome uh, content either here on the podcast or in the awesome magazine. Anyways, um, I'm Texas Rich and on behalf of everybody here at the podcast and the magazine, we want to thank you for your support your many many years for many many more years and uh, until the next uh, podcast episode we love you texas we love you beyond and we'll see you guys soon take care